everybody. Welcome to episode 217 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film and more. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, Paul Exhausted Robinson. Whose fault is that? It's my fault, but Damn. I'm still exhausted. I'm sore everywhere. I'm tired. And I don't listen to my wife. Nope. So that's not, how I am today. Not one freaking bit. Nope. Whew. So um, we almost forgot to record this weekend. Yeah, yeah, because your vendetta with nature has just sort of uh, yeah caused this like weird amalgamation of time, and I don't know what what version of us is actually alive right now and what needs to be done because I don't even know what's happening. Yeah, well, just to fill in our listeners, there's a there's a stump on the side of our house which was they they they. Stump grinded it. Stump ground it. I don't know. Grinded, I guess. But they didn't go down far enough. So I thought, like, hey, I got a Ryobi battery-powered chainsaw. Mm -hmm. Why don't I have at it? And, um, you know, I bought an axe. I bought another chainsaw. I bought some chains. And it's, you know, I made a little bit of a dent in it. But $300 later, the area looks worse than when you started. Yeah. Well, now, once I cover it with dirt, it'll be fine. Sure, sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, it's also hot as balls yeah. and we can't have like any kind of noise in here. So this is, uh, this is going to be interesting. Um, uh, you might hear some background noise, uh, but we need to have some kind of airflow in yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, apologies, but, uh, we're dying. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so a couple a couple things going on that we wanted to discuss before we talked about uh, the things that we watched. That's right. Um, we do have some guests. We have a bunch of guests lined up going Woo, on throughout us. the fall. So, um, you know, stay tuned for that, clearly. Yeah. One of the guests will be the stump I destroyed. Yeah. And it'll be like I'm still here. Yeah, that's it's saying that already. It doesn't need to doesn't need an introduction and a show invite. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I mean, one of the things that one of the things that kind of took off right as we filmed our last episode, so we didn't we just missed it. Mm-hmm. Um. Was uh, the casting choice for Fidel Castro, for a young Fidel Castro. We've talked about this issue many, many times on the show. Um, Personally, I never get tired of talking shit about James Franco because I (laughs) fucking hate that guy. So uh, I'm going to just jump on this Ferris wheel of of diss tracks, if you will. Yeah, the story Um, was built for you. Pretty much. Well, I mean, yes and no, because for once it wasn't really something he was doing so much. Uh, the issue is more with casting and Hollywood. He just happened to be, it just happened to be that it was him in the middle of this controversy uh, again. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this time, not really so much a direct action of something he's done, but just more enabling well, the, the can I finish my sentence? Right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but more of him. Uh, enabling uh, an issue that has been long-standing for in 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 this business. Um, so you know you've got people. I think the director. I don't even remember the director's name, and I don't care. Um, uh, going after Leguizamo, claiming to be a fan, but then kind of turning on him. I guess I don't yeah. know. He 
he said something like he attempted to insult him in some way. I don't know what like 13th grade comment he made, but um, it was something. And, uh, you know, this is again, this is an issue that is is not easily solved, unfortunately, because we've become so programmed into believing that because we watch I don't know, uh, let's say of the of the 50 movies a year that are greatly talked about, right, and have become uh, part of award buzz and all that, mm-hmm. um, if maybe like five of those films was like either directed by a minority or starring a minority or uh, whatever, um, you know, we've been programmed to be like, that's enough. Yeah. Um, there is no right or wrong number is the issue. And this is where we've, you know, I, I've, I've had this convo with people before where I've spoken to other women that are just like, let's, we need to just give opportunities to women. And I'm like, well, I think we need to give the right opportunities to women because the same with minorities, you can have a hundred male led films fail and it's their opportunities don't cease to exist after that right but if an opportunity is given to a female or to a person of color or anything um, or any kind of type of minorities disability or something right away it's like well that becomes the poster board child for for future opportunities which is just bizarre yeah um yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, I mean, I, I think, I think if the playing field were even, I personally don't see an issue with James Franco playing whoever he's playing because it is your job as an actor to do that. I've never really argued that anyone shouldn't be allowed to play another person unless you're right. like playing a whole other ethnicity that you don't even remotely pass as yeah. you know somebody being italian and passing for somebody who's hispanic is very very feasible vice versa right um john leguizamo i think actually played an italian in son mm-hmm. of sam you know so you, you can cross there there are cultures where you can cross that there are uh, yeah, and mario pe- brothers of well, yeah well the <laughs> the italian of all yeah. italians um but you know you 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 can cross that you can even cross hispanic culture with uh, uh, certain Middle Eastern countries, you know, I mean, it's, it, it the world is vast and uh, there's a lot of shared culture and DNA that people can sort of cross over. The issue isn't that. The issue is that so few opportunities are given to minorities and to Hispanic actors that it's just such a slap in the face. And I don't, I don't remember either the details or if you know, I don't think that this was the main role. I think this was supposed to be his younger self. So it's, I guess, a flash. I don't know how much oh, yeah, of that time know. we're spending with him. I don't imagine him taking like a cameo, although with his recent issues, maybe that's all he can get. Who knows? Um, if it's like a flash in the pan then like why not just give that like are people yeah. really gonna see that like because of the four is, james franco fans that exist are gonna go see the movie because he's in it for five minutes yeah like, what is uh, he bringing to the role that nobody else could that is of cuban descent is cuban yeah um so I, I don't know that's the thing right it's like well he was a he 
Fidel Castro is up there with uh, some of the biggest douches. So they do have that in common. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He will He's bring authenticity. Douche, so we need to bring a douchebag in to play him, yeah. <laughs> At, if nothing else, he'll bring <laughs> yeah. authenticity he's to the Cuban, role. But he's an asshole. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's always the thing with me, right? It's 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 the it's the two sides of that conversation, right? You're an actor, so if you're not gay and you want to play a gay person, then you should be able to. But there, but it, it's not. Uh, there's not an equal amount of opportunity for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. So, it's not like it's everybody doesn't have a seat at the table, in my opinion. And so, until that happens, then I think we need to be a little bit more precious about that sort of thing. And like as a director, I'm especially if I'm doing something that is um, that is, you know, relating to history in some way. And uh, I'm portraying a character that is Cuban or Hispanic or black or whatever. I'm going to want that person to be that, you know what I mean? Just from an authenticity point Mm -hmm. of view. And it's like, I don't get, I mean, he does, I guess he looks like him a little bit, sure, but it's like, it's not, it's, it's not make or break, right? People can. Of all people to die on a hill for, James uh, yeah, Franco, seriously. like, I'm like, well, what's going that. on? Yeah, I, I, the fact that he casts James Franco, I'm already out, but. <laughs> Problematic. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, but I feel like the authenticity of any role is, is important, especially now. And you're an actor, and so you should be able to play whatever you want to play. Um, but I feel like perhaps some of that responsibility can be taken on by the actors where someone in James Franco's position could be like, I'm not taking that role because I'm not Cuban. So, Well, I mean, you know, you know? An- another problem with playing a person is that you do have to find somebody who looks like them. Right. So if you find somebody that looks the most like them. That probably look like or I could look know. like I him mean, that like... are Cuban. You know, it's just not fa- super famous. Ones. Well, that's the whole other issue yeah. is why why the pot that we have to choose from is so small. Well, we've created a very small pot, so that is going to happen. One of the things that keeps going coming around in terms of actors is like poor Oscar Isaac. Like this guy gets he gets thrown into controversy any single time. It has to do with like somebody playing a Hispanic actor. Yeah. <laughs> we went through this with playing Desi Arnaz it's like right away and that's for me that's the irony is that right away everybody goes what about Oscar Isaac because he is clearly the only Hispanic freaking actor that we can think of off the top of our head aside from like John Leguizamo but it's like you know Oscar Isaac's the hot shit right now so it's like think of how many white actors if somebody said like name 10 white actors you'd almost not be able to because it's like well it's a it's a cheesecake factory of of options there. But whenever you say think of a, a specific minority and then you think like it's always the same five to ten people yeah. that pop in, in, in everybody's head because yeah. it's been drilled into our our heads that, you know, this is enough. Mm-hmm. You've got enough. And and then that creates another issue, right? Because that person's not going to stop taking with it. They've been trying to make it in this business for how long, right? They finally get that leverage and they're starting to get roles, but now they're never going to cast new people in that uh, um, in that um, category because they're going to give all the roles to the same person, yeah. right? They're just like we've we've got that person. That's the that's the you know the 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 hot Middle Eastern actor this year. So we're going to yeah. give them all the roles for that, you know. And it's like yeah, there's we've got to widen that and that's it's just like it's this vicious cycle 
Yeah. Uh, you know, where you want to go like, okay, well, that's good that we are seeing this actor, right? But now this is all we're going to see. Yeah. And then I feel like Hollywood does this thing where they shove that person, they Tom Holland that person to the point where like, you, even though they're talented and all that, you don't want to see them in another movie because that you've seen them in yeah. six movies in the past two years, you know? And it's like, enough. Yeah. Um, which is and, ironic. Like, yeah. yeah, like pick other people. And, you know, minority actors don't want to spend their careers playing minority you know what i mean they just want to like it's the it's that was it's, my yeah it's that the was actors, the point i was gonna make it's the um it's it's the roles that are non-specific that could be anything there's a guy who is the star of this film and and it doesn't matter what mm -hmm. what they are um and they just want to play a, a good role and it's you know there's there's just not enough of that yeah i mean i thank you for bringing that up because my mind just like uh blanked out the whole point that i was making with bringing him up was that you know everybody going like well where's oscar isaac he could play castro maybe he doesn't want to play castro yeah maybe oscar you know oscar isaac's name is altered through necessity in hollywood mm -hmm. already you know and there is that pigeonholing like I'm Hispanic, but I didn't grow up in a traditional Hispanic household. So I don't have that same connection. Mm -hmm. I understand Spanish much better than I can speak it because I grew up speaking English and, and responding in English to someone speaking to me in Spanish. You know, it's everybody has a different experience in that culture. So if that's all I was offered, I'd be pissed off. I'd be like, I don't want, I, I, you know, this isn't this, I've played this role already, right? Like, yeah, I played this because I needed a paycheck and whatever, or maybe the script seemed good and I wanted to do that, but I don't want to do that forever. I want to be able to play different parts, yeah. not just the stereotype of that culture. Oh, you just have to live within that culture and that's it. Es yeah. Especially if it's one that you don't necessarily um, relate to the same way. <laughs> so it's just ironic that, you know, you keep that you're made the poster board child for, for that culture and mm -hmm. you don't want to be. Yeah. So that's just, I just wanted to get into that because that's been going around. I think Leguizamo actually retorted again uh, to the director, you know, it yeah. just goes back and forth. Um, I don't I know. mean, look, I, so, I'm, you know, Leguizamo's played a, a bunch of different roles of different... He's massively know. underused. Yeah, but he's played a, a bunch of different ethnicities, but it's, you know, it's it's... That's just kind of like it's not the same Hollywood anymore, right? That, that was fine back in the day. It wasn't fine back in the day, but that happened back in the day um, because you wanted to work and that was the only way to do it. But I feel like now people are a little bit more attuned to that thing. And I feel like now is a, is the best time to kind of march forward with some change, you know. And um, I don't really see it happening not to the extent that it needs to and 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 if it goes if it starts to sort of roll into a movement it's going to be so so slow yeah um I, we're still having this conversation now i mean the 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 variety is not much more than it was a decade ago and a decade before that yeah. and a decade before that you know we're still dealing with the same so i have so much respect for like riz ahmed who was like i'm not playing a terrorist i don't care what you're offering yeah. me i'm not playing it you know and that's perfect we, example he just plays roles he like, plays that are roles yeah that are non-specific in, in and, terms of race or whatever right but but also like you have a show like the night of where clearly you know 
he, he wasn't playing an Italian, you know, right. we, we had time with his family. And so like we realized that there is there is an ethnicity there that is being portrayed in in, uh, in this in the script. Um, but that wasn't the focus. You know, it was like that that show kind right. of he broke out and and from that role. Uh, from mm-hmm. getting that role, and um, I don't know. I just, uh, it's weird. <laughs> it's all. It's so weird that like. It's us. There's certainly been. We're still in this place. Yeah, there's certainly been change for the better, um, but we're miles away from where we need yeah, to be. Yeah, but it's but... it's a snail's pace. Yeah. It's just a snail's pace when you think of how drastic was that change over the past twenty yeah. years. And the like, only not way, much. The only way we got the little change that we got is because people went fucking crazy. Yeah, and then also because you, know. you started getting like it, it it's all um this could all be corrected by directors and studios taking the initiative to hire different people and to give people different people chances. I never think that you should hire somebody who isn't right for the part just because X, Y, and Z. Insert cause there. Yeah. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. But you cannot tell me that in this entire planet of actors that there are only three actors yeah. of middle eastern descent or who are arab uh, arabic speaking like you cannot tell me that that <laughs> the yeah. pool is that small i mean give me a break you know it's it's not i get that you're going to have less people within certain cultures that does happen right but i mean come on <laughs> like the, we've got yeah. more people than this we're just not we're not open to actually having that change. And so rant over. I just yeah. thought I'd bring well, that up it's... because it was like, here we go. Of course, it's James Franco yeah. of all people. But it, but, it, but it speaks to the larger, you know, thing of, of what movies are, right? Because part of it is, you know, just the, the way things are because, you know, for whatever reason, they want to cast Tom Holland again. Love the guy, but come on. You know, and so, <laughs> but, but. It's it goes it, that I think is just as much a business decision because they know well if Tom Holland's in a movie, they can there's a better chance of them making their money back and so it becomes a business. Right, but decision after a while, you part. start to force feed your audience to a point where they loathe that actor, yeah. and it's such a shame to the actor because it's not their fault, right? They're just trying to get a paycheck. Like, yeah. I'm not it mad all, at them. Yeah, could all end tomorrow, so you take the job. You're gonna, you can. yeah, you take the opportunities. How many times have we seen actors that have been in like amazing movies and then they just fall off? And you're like, how did that person's career not continue? It's bizarre, but it Adrian happens. Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. I'm just like, why? Like, how did... I don't get it. He's such a good actor. Like, why isn't he in more stuff? Is he difficult to work with? Somebody give me something. Tell yeah, me. Yeah, I don't know. Um, does he have a terrible memory? <laughs> yeah. Like, what is it? Is he an asshole? Um, I don't understand. Give me something. And then also just, you know, in terms of uh, the, the, the director who chose to cast Franco, like, do I think that James Franco should never work? Depends on, depends on, on where these allegations go. And what he's actually been doing. I think he's an asshole. And yeah. I don't like the guy. And I will never watch anything that he's in. That's my choice. Yep. You know, if somebody wants to work with him and cast him, then that's their choice. I mean, that is that that that, that is the other side to art. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't necessarily have to like, like it's now it's different if it's like 
egregious shit. Like if you're legitimately raping people, yeah. like, uh, no, I don't think you should uh, yeah. ever work again. I think you should be in jail and uh, and yeah. definitely shouldn't be working again. Um, and but not to like categorize being, a, being an it, asshole but... isn't a crime yet. So no, it's not. But he um, he toes a line with me. You know, but there are. And like I'm, not, I'm not saying that James Franco is just an asshole and doesn't have any kind of. Uh, liability issues I'm sure he does i don't know everything you know we don't know the the specifics of all the stuff he's done um, we but, know some of them and we've spoken to yeah, people yeah. personally that i've worked with him so right. that's the thing is like a lot of stuff is hearsay you know what i mean exactly yeah. my somebody's like what is like what is with the the ass itch that you have with james franco because for me once i talk to people in person in front of me that that i know yeah. that are like uh yeah no First-hand all of that is yeah. true Okay, now I know you're an asshole, and I'm hearing this from people that don't know each other, and I'm hearing the same story. So there's no way that this isn't true. This right. has been their experience with you. You're a dick. Um, when stuff, when when there is hearsay, I will, I'll admit, I'll still kind of judge that when enough people are saying it. When enough people are like, yeah, this this guy's problematic, or this this woman's known for X, Y, and Z. It's like, okay, I don't, I I, I don't like you very much, mm-hmm. um, but I can't base anything yet yeah um it's, but it's, he's like you know it's <laughs> it's tricky you know it's the whole se- separating the art from the artist thing and there is a threshold for every person that is like um assholes get to be talented too right that's what people and, like and they so get upset you can by enjoy a movie starring or directed by or whatever with someone that is not a nice person um but you know isn't done anything like you know beat somebody or whatever um, you know, Talking to done... you, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, well, he did beat people. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. D- did uh, not. D- I I don't have to hear firsthand stuff in that case because like this is this is literally in the legal system. Like yeah. it's in there that this is what you've done, and that you're applying for a liquor license, and that's why you wanted to have your record expunged or whatever the fuck it was. It wasn't yeah. you know not that you'd have a right to that. Yeah. I don't care. If there's no reason, you're not. You're yeah. not a, you're not uh, entitled to that. Anyway, now that we've just, you know, spent 20 minutes ripping into actors that we'll never meet. And even if we would have met professionally, no, we just would the, probably get fired from our for talking points of view, <laughs> our points of view of the state of the industry and, and certain players within it. Well, look, I can't I can't. And it's more about what it's not about James Franco. I mean, it is, but. It's, it's more about the system. Well, that's why I said the, yeah. it's not so much about James Franco in this. Like, okay, sure, he he accepted the part and that he is liable in that in that manner. But again, if he's driven his popularity into the ground with his actions, he's going to take whatever comes his way, even if he may not have taken this prior because of who knows. I don't yeah. know. Um, but what I was going to say is like, I can't, I can't sit here and be like, here's what's wrong with this business and then ignore what's wrong with this business. If I, if there was a chance that I could have been in some huge A-list movie and somebody goes back on our podcast and is like, oh, well, you talked shit about Mark Wahlberg and he's in this movie and now you're not going to get it. It's like, well, that's, that's the consequence to my action there. Right. And I can't sit here and be like, People shouldn't support people that do X, Y, and Z and then do X, Y, and Z. <laughs> I mean, that's what I get, right? Yeah. And uh, honestly, that's never well, going to happen, fair, so I'm not worried it's about not it. It's not like – that. Does like it, 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 there's nothing – that stuff happens. And so like the sound person on the James Franco movie isn't an asshole. He's just trying to get a paycheck. He may not – half the people that work – more than half the people cast, that either, work yeah. with him probably don't even like him. Or they're cast before him. And then what are they going to do? Ba- you know? So yeah. it's – 
it's more about the people that initiate that decision versus like if you got a role and you're like, yeah, I'll take it. And then you find out Mark Wahlberg or James Franco's in it. You're not going to say F you, I'm not taking it. It's not about that. Right. You know, it's just about, um, you know, it's about. I might as well say fuck you. I'm not taking it because there's I no mean, way that point, I would yeah. ever be able to like work with James Franco. There's just no way. You should just I mean, start and then just slip like our podcast into his bag. So then, and then with the episode, <laughs> all the episodes that we tear him apart in, which is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably like ten episodes so far that I ripped into that dude. Anyway, we're gonna talk about better things. Yeah. Um. So you know, we've watched a bunch of stuff actually, but we're just kind of like easing easing through stuff. Um. There was season two of For All Mankind, mm. season three. Three, yeah. Uh, yeah. Three. Shit, yeah. Um, so this was a show that um, I almost stopped watching because I found the really? first episode so slow. Huh. Yeah, I like when we started this, I, I remember because I think the first episode was also like a double episode. It was very long. I remember mm. it was very long and it was so slow paced that I was like, oh, this is strange because Kinnaman, like, hello. And um, the second episode, or maybe like what would be considered the third, since the first one was so long, it just picked up. And it was like, yeah. oh, 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 no. Okay, okay. I see where you're going with this now. Yeah. Um, but I almost was like, mm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm into this. Um, and yeah. now we're at season three. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a tough, uh, it's a, it's a, I'm trying to think of like, what I'm trying, I'm trying to think of what my brain wants to say and then what my actual face is going to say. It's a really interesting, yeah. it's, it's really interesting to it's be me. It's a long travel for a thought to go. <laughs> so, so massive, massive mileage to be made there. Mm. Um, but I guess I just want to say like this is, this is a testament to um, great screenwriting because you can't take out two major actors like that and and often you can't do that and still hold yeah. a show. That's hard to do. And yeah. I was like, I don't know how this is going to work. I don't personally think this is going to work. You know, I mean, I couldn't see it. It was just like, how, how? Yeah. And I mean, I'm still here, you know, and at, I mean, I admit going in, I was just like, I kind of don't even want to watch this now because well, like, I, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just we like, were, we were definitely sour with uh, Gordo and, um, uh, I don't think that's her name. Well, it's Sarah Jones. <laughs> I'm pretty sure actress, it was Tracy. I, Tracy, yeah. <laughs> Gordo and crap. Um, um, yeah, that like Gordo and Tra it's really funny because Gordo, we, I mean, we're we're repeating ourselves. It was a long time ago. It was a whole season ago that we went into this rant. But, um, you know, I hated Gordo. Yeah. Season one, I was like, Gordo can go trip over a freaking landmine. I don't like the guy. Mm -hmm. um, and then... Tracy started to annoy the shit out of me. Yeah. In the second season, I was like, oh, now. But then he started to redeem himself. And I was like, yeah. what is going on here? How did we switch? I don't understand. Um, but I still wasn't, like, happy with Gordo. But I was like, okay, is he, like, on the path to being a better person? And then somehow they both came together. Mm. And then I was just like, oh, we need more of Tracy and Gordo. I never thought I would, I would root for Tracy and Gordo to get back together, yeah. like, after the whole season one fiasco. I was like, don't ever get back with that guy. Um, and then I was like rooting for them. And then they were like, okay, dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
not cool. Obviously, spoilers. You know this already. I'm not. I'm not. I'm sorry. Not sorry. You know. You well, know they, what happens. Yeah, well, that was even last. That was a whole season. It was ago. A whole season anyway, ago. We're gonna spoil um, the season too. But yeah, they the the Gordo arc was one of the best redemption arcs ever. What they did with that character and and the relationship with. But Tracy too, because she was like a yeah. victim of him, and then, um, you know, was able to sort of go come into her own. And then they both went too far, yeah. <laughs> and but then they reeled it in, yeah, and it just worked. Yeah, it was, and especially for the time period they were portraying, it was, you know, the show is progressive, mm-hmm. uh, which we're is going to get into that, which is great. Um, and so, but oh, progress. I I th- <laughs> I thought you meant something else by saying progressive. Okay, go ahead. Um, um it, it's it's progressive in that way, and it's tricky because you're portraying a time when especially in the earlier seasons. Now we're starting to get closer to present day, but, um, you know, things were, it's an and, adaptation yeah. of history and very loose. And history is going to change based on, you know, th- things that happen. And mm-hmm. so it's interesting, interesting to see where they go with it because, um, it's, I think it's easy for a lot of male viewers to be like, just women rule everything. What is happening? They're running NASA. They're the president now. Like what the? I have a woman president. <laughs> yeah, I have a woman president. But it's like nobody would blink an eye if all those roles were men. You because know? they've and, been. Because yeah, that's what we're used and they to seeing. Have, but yeah. there's more women in the world than men. So mm-hmm. it's you know I always like I don't know. So I I, I almost I liked, didn't I like see, see it see coming. That. It was so gradual. Like it was yeah. done so naturally that it was like, yeah, I didn't find that. I wasn't like, hey, why are there so many women? And there's still until men later? in power. There's, of but course. there's not. You know, it's, yeah, of course, it's it's, it's it's a little more equal. But like. that that can be done in a way that seems very preachy. Yeah, yeah. You know, and this just seems it had a natural flow. Like I, everyone in there, everyone in the position they were in made sense. Right. And, and yeah. I, I didn't feel like it was like it was done as a political move yeah. in, you know, it was just like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if. Yeah. And that's what they well, did. What they do about what they do that makes it so perfect is that it just is, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like Schitt's Creek right, where, you know, they don't, the, the you know, people's by people's sexuality isn't an issue because that's just the world that they live in. Mm-hmm. And same here, where it's like you have a woman president, you have a woman run in NASA, you have a you know, a lot of women in power at NASA. And it's like, it's not, it doesn't say anything. It's not like, look at all these women, you know, it's just, that's just the story they're telling. And I think when you do it that way, I think it, it's much more effective. Because mm-hmm. once you start bringing attention to it within the context you of what you're doing. You have to have great writing because then, yeah. you know, even you you might be able to pull in even a, a borderline misogynist if you have a, a strong story and then they don't even realize that. <laughs> Tell you that broad's all right, that one. <laughs> They may not even realize that they're yeah. enjoying this because they're, you know, you're invested in the story. And they don't use any be. kind of sexuality either, you know. Yeah, but th- yeah, exactly. And a lot of times it's like that becomes the forefront. Like, hey, let's just make this as progressive as possible. And then the script lacks. And it's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. It has to be that this is an amazing script. We just so happen to have a lot of, you know, a, right. a, a specific minority or whatever you have going on in there. Um, I took issue with one thing mostly that drove me crazy in season three so again this is an imagination of history and mm-hmm. um you know very it, very very uh you know tarantino the way you know hey wouldn't it be crazy if 
the yeah. whole Manson issue worked this way and this was yeah, how it yeah. went. You know, it's it's a, a make believe and, and glorious bastards and you know this these these uh, sort of uh, playful ways of, of rewriting history, if you will. So I understand that things are not going to make sense sometimes or things would be like, well, that's not right. But I was actually confused initially until I realized like, oh, they're going this far with it because the technology made no sense in terms of the style. Hmm. So they're in the 90s at this point. And they were, I forget, oh, um, oh God, I forget their names. The the girl who plays the president, right? So Mm -hmm. her and her husband, I'm air quoting that, uh, are in their home. And her bathroom was like straight out of a 2022 Ikea catalog. Hmm. Like it was so modern and so in today's style. So they obviously filmed that in a house that had just been renovated because everything looked the way everything is styled now. But we still were in a very, like the cars were still very 90s looking and a living room would be their clothes. Yeah. Their clothes were actually more kind of 80s because that does make sense. It's the early-ish 90s, so their clothes still have like an 80s feel to it. So that just to me, like it was so weird that it was like, so you're telling me that in terms of like style and technology with cars and computers and all this stuff, we are still stuck in that time period. But somebody was like, what about subway tiles, a rainfall, brass shower, glass Mm. doors, and an and undermounted sink, which we know was not a thing in the early 90s at all. So it was like so weird. I don't know. And it's like we're still dressing this way. Yeah. And, and then like technology wise, it just seemed weird. I don't technology know. Technology is, you know, they have like video phones that they can talk to people on the right. moon. And so um, I feel like this is their this is how they, the writers and creators of the show felt. The world would be if technology had advanced this quickly um, in terms of I'm OK all with stuff. all that. For me, it was the the interior aesthetic of homes yeah. made no sense because it was it wasn't even like a little bit of what we have now. It was straight up a modern bathroom yeah. in yeah, that I time. And I it, and and some of their furnishings and stuff. I was just like, what is going on? <laughs> this, I mean, there's that's, no that's way all purposeful. You know, it's not like they're like, well, let's just I shoot here. Assume. Yeah, I would they assume got, they got money. I mean, it's one. It's a really. You know, it was a very weird choice, and it was just kind of like weirding me out. I don't yeah. know. It's so minor, but just it's you know when you're watching something that's that's someone's imagination of what the future would look like, you kind of have to go like, wait, what? Wait, what year is it? What are yeah. we doing? And then you're like, oh, they're doing that. Okay, and it was confusing because yeah. some of their styles in their house was like, why? Why does this just look like a house in 2022? But they're all dressed like from the 90s. Like, yeah, what's happening? The um, the, uh, the the storylines. I don't know. I, I love this show. I think this show's one of the I best shows. I think Danny shows. Stevens should just drop dead already. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> just had to say that. Go. The the character, yeah. Not the, the well, side. obviously. Um, Unless he's an asshole. Yeah. But even then, maybe probably I shouldn't say that. Right? Yeah. That's not nice. He, uh, what a great villain, right? You just love to hate this guy. Um, I don't even love to hate him. I just hate him <laughs> just and I'd like him. him to be gone. I don't want to look at him anymore. Um, but yeah, the the the... The storylines, I was nervous too about not having Gordo and Tracy, um, but I mean it's it's really really top notch writing, um, and I think the show looks really good. They're towing this line, you know, of sci fi. You know, mm. they have the one show, they have the one ship that there's like this artificial gravity, and 
you know, like um, uh, Kinnaman's character ship. It's very sci-fi-ish, you know. He's got like a control thing and people around with the thing, and uh, I don't, I don't hate it at all or anything, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it's just interesting to see the two, you know. Then you have the 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 Russian and the American ships, which are still like regular kind of like no gravity, no frills ships. Yeah. And the other one is just kind of like a hotel flying through space, and so. Yeah, and in, in a it was circle like that weird. To, yeah, yeah. Like circular thing going. And um. Which is a thing, you know, centripetal or centrifugal. I don't know, depending Centri- on centripetal. Um, yeah, centripetal is a thing. But then I saw centrifugal. S- Cent- yeah, <laughs> science. That, that spinny force. Uh, <laughs> We're smart. Um, is a thing that you know can be done, but uh, I don't know because I was really intrigued by that. I was like, yeah, why don't, why don't they? But then you know, anyway. Point is, is I'm really interested now to see in the next season because it's been greenlit already to where they go from a technology aesthetic standpoint you know because we're like it's 94 or Mm 5 and they already have this technology that they can go to mars and they have this artificial gravity which i'm sure saved them a ton of money um and you know i'm really intrigued to see where that goes and to see where the stories go too because i want to see where the story goes um with, with Jimmy Stevens' hair, yeah, what what is that? <laughs> I found my second issue. Yeah, I don't know what is going on with the hair piece that they gave him that we're supposed to believe yeah. is authentic, but it's infuriating. Yeah, he looks he's like that kind of person that's like he could be eighteen or fifty eight. Yeah, and you don't know which because he looks so old and so young at the same time because this wig was horrendous it was such a i don't understand like unless his head was shaved for a roll and even so could we not have found something a little just a little bit better just let him have short hair i mean well you know i'd say hey if we're just throwing things around now in in the realities of of history then maybe he just has a shaved head in the 90s i don't know yeah who cares uh, yeah, uh, it, was, it was just it, it was, was distracting. a little distracting. Yeah. <laughs> it's distracting. Every time he's well, on, we're like, that's oh. my big thing with the show is like, let's show these people older. Okay, let's just put a little gray in their hair, <sighs> and that's it. You know, maybe they'll put a little crow's feet on the. But little these people bit. are aging so well. Fantastic. Let me tell you something, <laughs> Joel Kinnaman, his everybody yeah. is aging fantastically. Um, it's pretty. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So that, maybe it's all that future stuff they have. Yeah, you know? I guess. But that's that. That's kind of like okay. Yeah, I guess we're we're doing that. But it wasn't it wasn't distracting because the the, the acting and and writing is so good. Um, there's it's a common practice though that they'll often like yeah. oh let's just age them this way and it's like because eh. we don't want them to be uh, we still want them to be doable mm-hmm. all of them yeah but uh, we don't we but we have to show that they're old somehow. You know, Pretty much. And, and obviously, as in Hollywood, you know, women, are, they're a little more stricter on the women than mm-hmm. than the men. But, um, but yeah, just a really well-written show. Um, you know, Joel Kinnaman is is perfect in that role. You know, How could you not love Joel Kinnaman? You know he's I mean? so great in that role. And also and... Sergey. Can we just talk about Sergey? I never he really was... thought about Sergey before, and now I'm just like, what's he happening? He was the MVP for me this season. That Freaking dude Sergey. was like, I... F- Sergei. He was so good. So, so good. Um, every time that he would talk, he, had, he just, he's just, he, he just blew me out of the water. This, 
season and i just felt for him so hard i was like oh my god save him please <laughs> um and uh that whole thing with with him with him and and um the the leader of nasa um was just margo margo yeah it was just heart wrenching who was in nope as we had mentioned yep. um and so yeah I, I i that one was just like I was really like stressed when he would leave and I'd be like, we haven't heard from Sergey in like an episode. Like what is happening? <laughs> Has anybody checked on Sergey? Is he okay? Yeah. Um, and then to see that Margot, spoilers, obviously, that Margot is now 10 years later waking up in Russia. Yeah. Oh, man. I assume that this was the these people and their cliffhangers man it's yeah. just you know when we got like two more years or something before we're gonna find yeah, out seriously. what goes on with that god that is so frustrating it's the one thing about like i think we were pretty late to the game with like game of thrones even right we went in we started watching like season seven or six or so. how many seasons were there it was like eight but i think we we like Maybe around the red six. wedding so that what was that five I don't Five know. We were really, we were pretty late to the game because I think, I actually think we only waited two seasons mm -hmm. to be when we were caught up. So the last two seasons we watched in real time. But, yeah. you know, it was so nice to be uh, able to be like, in real time we just had all these seasons ahead of us. Um, but yeah, like you'd have, like we wouldn't be able to watch this show for who knows how long. Yeah. And just, we, we did that with this show. You know, we waited till it was done and then. Well, yeah, that, but no, it. I mean, like, and not not just a season, just like a series. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it would it would be years and years. So it's like you kind of have to like wait through it. But damn it, yeah. this cliffhanger! I was like, go on. Yeah. Know, like, well, I I feel like this this cliffhanger is you know Margot's obviously working with the Russia, you know, um, with the Russia, with the Russia Russian intelligence and space space. Yeah, the Russian space people. <laughs> Space, um, space station uh, um and and i have to assume that it's for sergey's um i i assumed it was for sergey's kind of benefit like we'll we'll not we'll let him go um uh, but they did kind of sneak him out of there so i don't know if it's for that or if they're just blackmailing her because she did who knows give them all that intel so but like also like it's so frustrating to me whenever there's a high stakes situation in a show or a film and someone inevitably gets knocked up yeah. It's like, why? Space baby. Why? It's like end of the world, zombies. It's always something. And there's always somebody. There's always like this couple that are like, let's have sex. Unprotected sex. Let's not even try to not get pregnant at this yeah. point. Uh, we're just going to do this. And it's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the, time the hell are you doing? Like even a best case scenario, you didn't plan for a baby on a ship. Even if the other shit hadn't gone down, like you weren't planning to have a baby in here. This is not yeah. equipped for that. So like, why would you ever take that risk in like, I, I don't get it. I don't get why two people on in any scenario on a show or film would ever, would yeah. ever engage in something that could result with in such chaos and tragedy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm raises the stakes. Fine. Whatever. I really, but. I really like the idea of, every season you're jumping 10 years i think that's a really kind of clever thing but but then like you have to okay but are they ever going to be old <laughs> well yeah there's that but like but then then you lose like we'll never know the downfall of mm. of you know the president coming out 
right. real time, right? It'll right, always right. be like her, you know, she's already not president. And then they have to like, well, I remember when I was president. And then, you know, then you have to flash back to that anyway yeah. to kind of give everyone a heads up on, on what happened. Um, but so so what it, what is like, so all the 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 major players in that, we'd say that they're just about... So this started in the 60s, right? Seven, is, 60s. I think it started in the late 60s. I don't know. Are we? I could be wrong. War but season I it was, three? Yeah. And it's the 90s? I thought it was the late so 60s. 70s, yeah. um, so let's just say they started in the late 60s. We're now... Which would so figure that the the major the major players in this are probably in their fifties. In which case, like how? Because they're they're in their fifties, but they look like they've had a rough life in their forties. Yeah. At this point, and so if we start moving into the two thousands, like I don't see how they're going to be able to maintain this in terms of prosthetics and makeup. Yeah. It's going to get like. Even in even in Hollywood denial, there has to be a room full of people that are like, "This doesn't work." Yeah. Okay. Joel Kinnaman does not look seventy. Clearly, Joel Kinnaman would have osteoporosis at this point. Yeah. Okay. This is not. There's no way this is happening. Um, hey, again, maybe this is a reimagining. Maybe people all of the live women longer. are going through menopause at this point. Like yeah. it's like every. I I don't understand how like they. So how much further did they go when we ended? Next season will be 2003. It'll start at 2003. I don't get that. I don't see how that's possible. Mm -hmm. I don't see how that's possible aesthetically with, with makeup. I think if they had like progressed and aged people out, mm. that would be different. But like you're telling me that we're like 40 years we're yeah. going to be going into that they started in their like 20s. Let's say if I'm being um, if I'm being really, really generous with uh, with a bunch of people on this show. If we say they were in their late 20s, which they were not, they're going to be in their 60s at this point, yeah. practically, yeah. into their 70s, depending on their age. And yeah. it's like, yeah, I don't see how we're doing this. Because I'm like, you really pushed the envelope. You're pushing the envelope right now in the 90s. Yeah. You were really pushing the envelope. <laughs> so it's like, unless they up the game on hair and makeup and all that stuff next season, it's going it, to, I think it's going to look ridiculous. Old makeup is so hard. And expensive on everybody because yeah. everybody has to age because they're not killing enough people off of the show to replace them. So, yeah. like, it makes sense with, like, Kelly, right? Because she was a teenager and so she could be in her 30s mm -hmm. or 40s maybe if they just age her slightly a little bit. But, I mean, even then it's going to be ridiculous because if you think about it in season one, yeah, Kelly was a teenager, mm. which makes her, like, in her 30s. Yeah. If she, if it's the nineties now, yeah, well, and, and soon to be the two thousands. So that's what I'm saying. 40s, yeah. So I mean, she as an actress is not old enough to look like she's in her fifties. Yeah. The only time I saw, like, I've never seen good old person makeup. They did a good Benjamin job. Benjamin Button. Benjamin Button, <laughs> which was a lot of CG too. So. Yeah. And um, Captain America. Yeah. That one was pretty good. Um, but uh, no, nobody that, beats The Exorcist. Yeah. For me. So it can can it can absolutely one hundred percent be done, because so so many people thought that he was of the age that he was playing mm -hmm. and didn't realize how young he actually was in that movie. Yeah, well, I mean, look, so much of it depends too. I mean, if we're just expected to suspend our disbelief and say this is the story they're telling, and these people, this is how they look older. All right, well then let's just go along for the ride. 
Um, but they're obviously making a point to make them look a little bit older. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I mean, they got, we, they got a couple years to figure it out. We're we're still we're still pretty heavily invested, which again is not easy to do when when you start killing off beloved characters and stuff like mm. that. Um, you know, but you can't go it makes, wrong. It made me nervous. And, you know, like I, yeah. I really thought Kinnaman was going to go a couple times. Um, yeah, well, they love to do that. I think he's too big of a he's too big of a, a star in this to for them. Yeah, I think him and Margot. Obviously, Margot will be there next season too. So, I mean, I'm just gonna. I I had um, sort of, I had uh, expressed my complete disgust in Karen's decision making and in the writer's decision making when it came to the son. I yeah. just thought that was really gross um, and unnecessary. So. Um, <laughs> I don't care that she's dead. I think that this character was terrible. Um, I know it was supposed to be, you know, the sads. And I was like, that's what you get. Now take that fucker with you because you're both assholes. <laughs> and uh, and and take the take the, the brother, too, because this is his fault. OK, yeah. what's his fucking problem? Like these kids, those kids. It's yeah. That Gordo character... and Tracy made the worst children. <laughs> just like Seriously. their kids are the worst, and I just I I'm ready for he those kept... two kids to die off. And yeah, now that Karen's kept... gone, good, all of you, out of here. Kept going back and forth, and like one minute he was taking part in the plan, the next minute he was like, I don't think we should do this. He's such a pissant. I yeah. did I didn't like that kid at all, and I just wanted to see Kinnaman just pound that asshole's face. <laughs> I was like, tell him. Tell him. And now, are we ever going to tell him now that Karen's gone? Is he ever going to know? Yeah, that's that that will. I needed that Kinnaman rage. I I was waiting for that. He's good at rage. He's so good at rage. And I was like, this is I want to see you completely annihilate this kid. And it didn't happen. I was very upset. Um, I don't think it will either. I think, you know, by the time he tells him he's going to he'll either tell him when he's dying. He'll have dementia and he'll be like, who are you? Yeah, Yeah, the, the, the younger kid will be dying and he'll say this it was me blah blah and then what are you gonna do beat up someone who's dying you know oh that the kid will be dying yeah yeah you know he'll go on a you know he'll go she on beat a mission up someone who's dying something. absolutely you can beat up somebody who's dying that's just, you know, <laughs> listen that, that that there's casualties that take place in tragedy okay on top of tragedy there's casualties some people have an easy way out and other people don't and i think if you're going to be a, a raging shitbag for years on yeah. on on end uh, then, uh, yeah, you should get your ass kicked on your deathbed. What the hell's wrong with that? It's like people suddenly becoming nice because they're dead. Yeah, They were an asshole their whole life. Let's just say that. Let's be honest. Let's mm-hmm. be honest here. They're being dead. What, are you going to hurt their feelings? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, we, uh, so we waited for this show again because I did not want to have to sit week to week. And I kept getting people like, are you watching this show? And I'm like, I'm gonna. Like it's not over yet. It has to be over. When it's over, I'll watch it. Yeah. Um. So we finished uh, Blackbird, which was um had a couple directors because it's a, a um, series. Mm-hmm. So there was uh, Michael Roscom, I want to say Joe Chappelle. I think Jim Jim McKay did uh, an episode. Um. Ricardo Di Loreto, James Keen. Um. It's it was developed by uh, Dennis. I've heard people say Lahan or Lahane. Depends which one. I mean, obviously one of those is right. I thought yeah. it was Dennis Lahane. Um, but I love 
his writing. Um, Shutter Island is one of my favorite movies ever, which was the only movie I've watched that the book was very close to. Mm. Mystic River, so-so. I thought the movie, there was a lot of details in the book. I think there were too many details to really transfer over into Mystic River, but the movie was great. Uh. He just, he makes, the shit that he writes is adapted so well. Yeah. It Lends just adapts well, and it, yeah, and it hits. Uh, so I'm, I was really excited that that this was based on something, that that he had uh, some connection to. Yeah. Um. So this was uh, obviously uh, the the late Ray Liotta was in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taron Egerton, uh, Paul Walter Hauser, uh, Greg Kinnear. <laughs> Uh, Sepita Moafi, who uh, was in The Killing of Two Lovers. And yeah. I didn't connect. I was like, I know this woman's face. Where is this actor from? And it was yeah. driving me nuts. And finally, I was like, oh, my God, of course, yes, because that's an amazing movie. Um, so, yeah, it, it just... Uh, so this was based on a true story. Um, I don't know how many liberties were taken. Yeah. Not sure. Um, but... This story was was based on uh, a guy who is who is a criminal who is a, I guess like a drug pin ish kind of person, right? Mm. Uh, and he is uh, having to um, endure this like ten year sentence, mm-hmm. which he didn't think he was going to get because his lawyer um, is it Robert is it Robert Wisdom I think played the lawyer. Yeah, I think so. Um, I guess, you know, there's this vendetta that they have because he got the time and he's offered him and uh, Moafi's character offer him the opportunity to sort of infiltrate a prison and get a suspected serial killer to confess. And then he would be able to uh, end his sentence if yep. a confession is made, and I think the bodies have to be found, it's right. not just a confession. They, yeah. they have to find. I thought where it was these more about the found. bodies than the confession, because if you found well, the yeah, bodies, then that's he a needs to. Right? The, I mean, yeah. the confession is a big, you know, that's yeah. a that's a major hurdle to get over. Um, so this is so this is a, a perfect example of sort of pigeonholing, right? So um, Paul Walker or uh, Walter Hauser, we've seen this guy in several roles now where he plays an either like dim-witted character Mm -hmm. or sort of creepy character, kind of crazy guy in a way. Um, I can't lie. I mean, he's amazing at that. Yeah. He does an amazing job, but I would love to see him do something else. And I cannot imagine that this is his doing. You know, I can very much see Hollywood being like, Stay at sure. the weight you're at, yeah. okay? Because they did this with Melissa McCarthy, right? Like mm-hmm. you have to like this is the one time we're going to allow this. Yeah. If you lose yeah. too much weight, it's not going to be good for you. Suddenly, you're not, not going to be able to act. Yeah, yeah. you won't be funny. Um, so it's like I can feel them. I can feel like his his representation and agents being like, yeah, this is this is your niche. So make sure you stay in that wheelhouse. And he's a very strong actor. So I, he really I, is. You know, really wish he could do something else. There's a lot of great moments with him. Um, especially when he broke down with his brother was trying to get him to confess. It was a really powerful moment. And um, yeah, I mean, look. For you know. me, it was the second time in the questioning. Mm. Remember when, oh God, what happened in that? Like 
I think that was the information. Yeah, the the information that got him finally got him arrested. Like that time, there was the first time that they inter- that he interrogates him, right? Hmm. Um, oh, in the in that room, in that like fancy room. Well, there was the big one. room. Remember, where the yeah, other police yeah. officers were there, or detectives, or whatever. And Greg Kinnear's character mm-hmm. uh, is interrogating for the first time. But then there was that second one where they were watching him behind the yeah, mirror. Yeah. That performance. When he told the guy, like, "Don't you, you your energy? I don't want you in yes. here." That one. Yeah. That that he has this weight, like his face. Mm-hmm. He acts with his face. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean, you could see the actual character change and just that mood change in his eyes. Uh, it was like, it was amazing. It was really, really good. But again, like, all right. <laughs> yeah. All right, we get it. Like, he, you know, he's got this character down. Like, let's see something else. And I, I cannot find audio of the person that he was playing because I don't know if this, whose yeah, idea this was. So. Yeah, he, he plays a lot of, he has a strong comedy background too. He's been in a lot of comedies where he just kind of plays like a stoner type mm-hmm. thing. And, and so this, even within the confines of the character style that he plays is still a little bit of a departure. And I, and I hope that he can kind of parlay this into kind of like a broader range of work. If that's what he wants, he may just be like, I'm fine with this. I he- have to know, but I have to know if like, if Mickey Mouse was, something that he was really pushing for i mean i can't imagine that this person didn't have a high register to their voice but it was so i felt like he started reaching like a dog whistle pitch yeah once he got into prison but prior to that he it was high but it wasn't like i mean he he sounded like a flute Mm, yeah and that's that's you know uh uh good on him because it's it's that's such an easy thing to for it to become a caricature Mm -hmm. of you know and so to be able to play that and do something that on the face of it is silly right talking in a high-pitched voice or whatever but people do have you know there's people in this world that talk in that register um but did you wonder if it meant something like did we miss something that it changed so drastically because i can't i don't I, i don't know it didn't it didn't feel as drastic. Really? Yeah. I thought it was really, like, it, I actually went back into one of the episodes and I was like, yeah, his voice is way lower here. When he was making the confessions, his voice was yeah. lower. And then as soon as he got to prison, he had this like really high register. I have to imagine that was obviously done on purpose. And, but I don't know um, if, 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 even though it was done on purpose, purpose, if it was a choice that they made or he made, or if it was something that actually happened, like they noticed mm-hmm. that he talked higher in prison or something you know i don't know yeah and and we weren't familiar with the story for for once you know usually if it has to do with like serial killers or famous cases like i usually know how it ends and i've probably read up on the whole thing but this one was um i i was familiar with it but i not very much so we were like making we were having our little uh um theories throughout the show oh. and we were convinced the brother had something to do with it yeah. um but then you know it's like seeing that level of denial with the characters like how did you not think like you woke up to your brother raping somebody yeah and like you're still in denial about his capabilities in I terms know. of being a serial killer that was like a far this is a far yeah. cry from where i thought he'd be like you yeah, know that sounds about right that sounds like uh you know you should have maybe been maybe just been a little bit careful with that guy yeah um but I thought uh I, I thought that the show was really interesting it was really well done yeah I, it was i don't recall if 
Ray Liotta died. Um, like I, I know the show had come out, so I don't, I don't, I mean, I no, just, he died during a movie. No, no, but I know, but I mean, when the show was airing, he had died oh. during that. Mm. Um, I don't know if you got to see the whole thing. I mean, I thought it was, you know, this he is did a good job. Yeah, too. this is really interesting because um, Ray Liotta is a, a, a shining example of somebody who gets the same characters like him. He he had a very tough time um, living uh, living down Hill's character from Goodfellas. Yeah. You know that that is. Uh, Look, it, it it threw him in into the to the universe, you know. But you're playing Henry Hill, you know, and everybody that watches Goodfellas and who loves that movie, we all anytime we see Ray Liotta, we're like, it's Henry Hill, like that's just who you think of. Mm -hmm. Um, so he's had a lot of those roles. He was in that the what was that movie with Del Toro that was like Fisheye Lens that we watched. It I was like remember. that period piece, and he played a gangster in that, and he's played a gangster yeah, in a yeah. lot of things. And um, so this, you know, he was playing like. A, a retired cop which is yeah you know not the same at all when you think of the mafia but you know depending on who's paid off but you know like but sort still of kind of like in, a like a tougher character in the t yeah, yeah playing a tougher character a, a person of authority in a yeah, sense yeah. um but who was so vulnerable yeah at the same time um so that was uh that was really interesting to see. So it's it's just a total shame, you know, because it was like, oh man, like this was a good this was a good role for him. I thought he did mm -hmm. really well. Um, yeah. And Taron Egerton, I always think of those. Was it the Kingsman or the yeah. King? Like I always think of those he movies. He was just too pretty for this role. I think. It was like just too pretty like for a you. Pretty boy kind yeah, of. Like yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. You know, like. Um, I don't think that the and actual that's not like person his looked fault or whatever, like but that. I just feel yeah, I don't know what they look like, but I don't know. Um, and maybe the person, I don't know. Uh, it was well, an they interesting. Showed, they showed images at the end, and it was. Oh, that's right. Um, I don't, I don't remember how. I mean, he did a good job. He was, he's a good actor. I just felt like it's a perfect example, right? He's a good actor, but he just, to me, just didn't really fit the part and came off too, too much like, like you're in prison. And maybe it was a, and and maybe I feel like he would have gotten his ass torn apart in prison, looking like that. Well, he, you know, he was pun yeah. intended. Yeah. Well, he was um, like who was he? He had no protection. Like you're an attractive no, looking guy a, in prison. A, like he's how a fighter, you know, like he kept talking. That about doesn't him. mean shit in yeah. prison. <laughs> you're a fighter. You better be the best fighter. Yeah. Well, he's... because you're fighting off several freaking people. Like it just that that dynamic. And again, I don't know how much how many liberties were taken with this, but like I just feel like you're in prison. You don't know anybody. You don't have any connections or protection there, and you're walking in there looking the way you do. I just don't feel like that would have. Yeah ended that well for him he's yeah. i don't know how he and then you had the the guard on top of that that was causing issues for yeah. him so it's just like what the hell that guard thing was weird did it did he just it like just sort of went stopped. away yeah he's like oh well, i wish it could have worked out and then yeah that. i really thought that guy was going to be a massive villain mm -hmm. or take him down somehow but i mean like he he made things a little bit more difficult for him but not by much it I, I, that was a really strange like, yeah, with arc, that Italian like guy, the, um... yeah it was a strange also, like Taron Edgerton, in no way looks Italian to me at all. Like there, there's nothing about speaking of right. Let's like there's nothing about this dude that I, when I look at him, I'm like ah, that guy's clearly Italian. Yeah. Um, Ray Liotta's son? Nope, I don't <laughs> don't yeah. see that at all. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean like no no shade against him. I, you know he did his job, but I just felt like the casting was was a little bit weird mm. uh, for for that part. Yeah. Like it's just like looking at who he's supposed to 
be related to and then it just yeah, it seemed like they were like uh we gotta have some eye candy in here yeah clearly it must yeah. happen <laughs> and uh i don't know at least it wasn't james franco i guess that's all i could say about that right <laughs> i count your blessings yeah <laughs> i wouldn't I, w- I wouldn't be reviewing this show right now if it if it was we, we wouldn't literally wouldn't it, have yeah. watched it um but yeah i mean look you know he 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 plays an amazing creepy kind of character and uh i i thought it was it was it was very well done i mean he he definitely stole the show so to speak there was uh some tense moments there and um i thought his his reasoning with things it was like it was like this thing where you could never really believe what he was saying Mm -hmm. even when you thought that this could be the truth even when he told you what you'd been waiting to hear because you'd established to yourself that that was fact, yeah. the way that he would say things, you're like, but is it? Yeah. You know, I mean, I was like 90% sure that he was the right person, but he would flip-flop. The character yeah, there would was flip-flop. That, there was that moment we thought the brother did it. Yeah, I just said that before. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but I don't know, like, I, I feel like, the it, the reality of the situation situation was probably more straightforward, but that's something they have to mm. add a little Zhuzh. drama to it, yeah. So to kind of throw you up. Otherwise, it's like they feel like if you know it was him the whole time, then that's boring in some way, which it doesn't have to be, you know. I I also I I must know if this guy's memory was that good. I mean, he saw a map for like ten minutes, which he didn't even really get to see completely, and then like hours later recreate said map in blood and then hours later recreate said map in pen or whatever like yeah, but it wasn't accurate because they never found any of the bodies. no it wasn't accurate but it was like how could you even yeah. during the stress of that even get any of that remotely right mm-hmm. um i i did i guess i did feel like it was a little bit too easy at the end mm. like it just was like he saw this map and I felt like this is the opportunity to go with it, right? To really like play into the character. But he just kind of was like, hey, man, tell the truth. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> all these all these weeks that you've been trying to get information from him and persuade him into thinking like, you were a you safe person. Shove him down, grab the map and run Seriously? out of there. Like, well, I... because he's he's undercover. So they would have pulled the map out of his hands or you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but then you can you can say, get this to the warden. The warden knows. I'm here. Like that's that's the key to everything. I don't know. I would have done something differently. There. Also, did we ever get to have him um, call that the the therapist? Because remember, he gave him his number. Yeah, he kept saying like, "Well, the therapist was on vacation," but he when he was like being pulled into the yeah thing, he kept giving the therapist number like, "Call him, I am." Yeah, but they call him, I am. <laughs> call him, I am. Call the therapist. I think you should call the therapist. Um. Yeah, I found that like I was just like, what is what is going on with his memory here? Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was I thought it was a really good show. I I didn't think I mean the way that it was talked about and the like the, the people that had texted me about it were like, it's amazing, and I was like, it was good. <laughs> it was a good show. I didn't yeah. think it was like the greatest thing ever, but I mean, it was entertaining. It was it looked really good. The cinematography was mm-hmm. great. I mean, all of that was great, but I just was like, it was. It was really it was good. good. It was a good groundbreaking, show. but really, yeah, it good. wasn't groundbreaking. I don't but think it. it I don't think it was trying to be either. I think it was just trying to tell the story. I didn't say that it was. No, no, I'm I know. I'm people, just saying, like, this is again, right? Where like people go, "This is the best thing you've ever seen." It's the Northman again, where I'm just like, "Ah, that's 
that's so subjective. And so then I went in thinking like, this is going to be the best show ever because I've had like four people text me about it already asking if I'm watching it. And then I watched it and I'm like, it's good. <laughs> it's good. Um, I, don't, I think it's over. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's that's done. Yeah, yeah. Right? I think it's I think they're going to continue with limited, that. Yeah. Um, you got to make him like just go into different prisons and <laughs> just infiltrating yeah. prisons everywhere. Um, we're currently watching. Is it Five Days at Memorial? Is yeah, just call. Like um, which is about it's on Apple uh, as well uh, about the 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 hospital uh, in Louisiana during Katrina. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, like an idiot, thought that it was just like a mini series kind yeah. of thing, and I thought it was just like, oh, it's five episodes yeah. and that's going to be it. Every and episode is a day. It uh, it's going on longer, so now we have to watch week for week like peasants, nah. um, which is I'm 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 annoyed. Yeah. To say the least, because I hate, week to week. <laughs> I hate week to week. And now yeah. I'm just like trying to stay in the mindset of this show for the next week. And I'm like, can I, can I keep that momentum of interest? You know what I yeah. mean? Uh, so far though, it, it's fucking crazy. Quite honestly, this is going to be a really interesting yeah. one to, to review. Uh, I definitely recommend it. Uh, but if you're like us, then I would wait until, until it's all over. Yeah. Um, which will be yeah. in September. September, which isn't too far away, but um, yeah. So also, we should probably get in. So we've been accepted to a shit ton of film festivals. Yay for us! Um, honestly, the, we didn't. It's probably downhill from here, to be quite quite honest <laughs> with you. Um, but we didn't even All think we would. From here on out. Yeah, pretty much. But we didn't think it would pick up momentum like this straight straight away usually everything we submit like we get rejected rejected accepted rejected accepted accepted you know like like, this was like accepted 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 so the next one you know why because it's it's short and it is um good directed (laughs) no it's not good we make horrible things but um but it's short and it's a genre piece, so they can put it in their sci-fi blog. Uh, well, you know, okay, so so we had a we, originally we were like when we got accepted into um, Skyline, we were like we don't know what day it's going to be. Yeah. Um, we really lucked out; they were awesome with us. Um, Brian was, you know, they, we got a really good spot. We were actually on on his podcast for Skyline as well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of that happened after our last episode, so we couldn't even say like, hey, yeah. tune in because it yeah. already happened. Uh, but if you go onto the Skyline Fest, you can go onto their podcast and you can hear us uh, yammer on yammer that. On, <laughs> on that show. But, uh, you know, it, like we got a Saturday night spot, which is awesome. And mm-hmm. um, we also got a, I think we're getting a weekend spot in the second one, um, possibly. Saturday at five seems to be our, our jam with this. Oh, did we get... Oh yeah. Okay. So One of them, well, we can't announce Skyline. it yet. We can't announce it yet. That was the thing. They haven't put the schedule out, and they said not to say anything yet. But we got another good spot. Uh, so we don't know mm. what's going on uh, for Oct- October. So we have um, one. Oh Jesus! I don't know. I can't keep track anymore. Whoever thought I'd say something like that? But yeah, yeah I mean, it's it. This is for Amber, obviously, and it's it's yeah. doing really well. And we get to go to Virginia, Rhode Island, uh, Mystic, Mystic, and then the other ones in the city and Coney, Coney Island. Island. And we're um, gonna go to all of them. We're gonna go to all and, of them, yeah. And by and the way, not the talk to anybody. <laughs> freaking prices. Um, it was just really crazy because um, by the time we found out when we were screening at Skyline, it was like I was 
uh, I was contacting hotels that were booked. And so we got stuck with an Airbnb, which I normally would choose. But ever since, you know, uh, COVID, it's gone crazy and it defeats the point of even using Airbnb anymore when it's like, oh, the room's $98 a night. And with your taxes, fees and cleaning, it comes to $380. And it's like, what? What is going on? That business model is just... Yeah. So we definitely... It's going to cost us... (laughs) It's going to cost us to go to two of them. Mystic, we can pull off in one day. But um, yeah. It's not going to cost us nearly as much as it cost me to tackle that stump. <laughs> to, to wage war on a stump. Um, almost. Almost. Mm. Pretty close, sir. Shout outs. MoGraph? MoGraph. Um, and so uh, obviously check out their stuff because they're awesome. Hello. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know this already. Yeah, And if you, you have a short film that you've made or are in or participated in, you want to send it our way. Yeah. Do so. Yeah, and we've got some we've got some guests lined up that are kind of going back into the rootage of like indie film DIY yeah. and like guerrilla filmmaking. Yeah, almost. like you know, just just tips and tricks and how to how to do things on low budgets and talking to people that have uh, that don't have like oh we had a small crew a, a small casting crew of fifty and we're yeah. like oh <laughs> yeah how did you ever function with yeah. such a a minor 50 people 50 God, people how? i'm surprised you didn't just shut the whole thing down yeah. um but it was, so when we talked to we've had a couple guests now that are like yeah we had like you know six people on casting yeah. crew and i'm like yes yes that's our jam that's where we are um and we all have the same thing in common it's really hard yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. just one thing that we all have to uh that we can share in that is that uh it's hard it's hard so thank you for joining us and hopefully we will have a guest on next week. I'm not going to spoil it in case something happens. I did confirm we should be good to go, but you never know what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, sh- it, it shall be a surprise then, but hopefully it all works out and it's a good end. Just saying. Bye. Bye. Bye.